0: Welcome to Politics well, Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. We are going to have a great program today. How is everybody doing? How's that drive going? How's that waking up and getting, as my daughter used to say when she was a baby, getting those crocodiles out of your eyes, you know, that scratchy thing out of your eyes. Wake up, folks. We have a great show. We have an important show. We have an import- We have four important subjects, but specifically one that I want to talk about today. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The great folks in the control room, Howard Reynolds and Van, Jack Van Beber. How are my peeps doing this morning?
1: Well, we're still looking for the great folks in the control room. Have you, have you seen them, Jack? Oh, they left this morning.
0: Okay. Oh, they left uh, this they, morning. Well, it sounds well, to me like the I'm... The janitor in charge here. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We got great people in there. Jack, give me the... Give me the word of the morning. Get my blood flowing, sir. Okay.
1: You know how, how they're using anger and fe- or fear to uh, supply us with enough anger to be mad at our brother. So this one is anger and fear are two hungry dogs. Be careful what you feed them. Are you know they chihuahuas? Are they really big dogs? <laughs> you I, know Howard is going I, to come I back. Don't with fear can be a big dog. Okay, like a in your lab. Yes, yes, yes.
0: How could you mess up <laughs> as such an insightful thing? By I mean, the guy came up with that. I mean, I was about to say like, oh, powerful. And you ask him, uh, he, you, you, still <laughs> you still okay, can. You still can. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hey, you're right.
1: You're right. yes, sir. We have a very important announcement here. The Southwest Freeway. Coming toward the spur here at 529 is closed down because there was a major accident this morning around two o'clock, a fatality accident and fire. So if you are traveling in on the Southwest freeway from the loop towards town, you're going to hit a big delay. The chances are that you're going to be stopped. Use the alternate methods if you can to get in. Just wanted to let you know about that.
0: That is so, so important news, and that's what we are here to do, folks. Uh, don't forget, the telephone number is, I won't forget to start this morning by saying, the telephone number is 713-526-5738. Please, uh, today we only have one short I have a video that I am going to be showing. Otherwise, we, we have a lot of talking on these particular issues. But we would love your involvement on these issues. So, 713-526-5738 is the number. Extension number two to get on air immediately. Repitiendo, 713-526-5738. Again, good morning. Title of the show today, very important title if I can get to it, is... Paxton trial set. We may talk about that if we have some time. Ted Lieu exposes Russia collusion. We are going to play that somewhere in the middle. Property taxes. That's where I would like to spend some time on. I'd like to get some questions. I'd like to get some suggestions, etc. If we are all, anybody who owns a home pays property taxes. But what a lot of folks don't realize is those who rent indirectly are playing Property taxis as well, and PFAS lawsuit settled. A good friend of our program uh, sent a, a, a note from. A, I think it was a New York Times an article about the settlement, the PFAS settlement. That those are permanent uh, uh, drug, I mean chemicals that's left in the ground, etc. Well, the companies who put those there are kind of wanting to pay up. I don't think it's a, a, a good resolution, but. You're in a corporate state. What happens? Anyhow, Texas Attorney General we meet uh, will meet his fate soon. Actually, September 5th is when this trial starts. Ted Lieu exposes Durham and Russian collusion. Should we lower property taxes? Is the PFAS lawsuit resolution another gift to corporations? Anyhow, folks, uh, please remember there are several ways to get our program. You can. Tune in on the dial 90.1 FM Houston. Just dial it to 90.1 FM and you'll hear us at the studio. You can also download the tune in application from your Android or Apple store. You can also uh, go to KPFT.org, our website, KPFT.org, and just click the listen button and you can listen to us Live. Welcome to the program Make FU Up 52. On, I think you're talk, you're listening through Twitch. Yeah, you're listening through Twitch. Thank you for being here. Likewise, you have Facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. You can listen to us at Facebook. You can listen and watch us at Facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. And of course, you can, uh, once you uh, go to Twitch or any one of these other platforms we are streaming there live as well as uh, make F you up 52 knows as he is listening from uh, Twitch right now. You can also listen to us on YouTube by going to PoliticsDoneRight.tv. PoliticsDoneRight.tv. Please remember if you have anything that you want me to cover, if you have complaints about things that I've said, if you have kudos about things that I've said, if you like what I've said, if you don't like what I've said, you can always always drop me a line at KPFT at com. That is KPFT at com. I'm a good listener. I don't take offense to anything anybody tells me. There's nothing you can say that will somehow destroy my whatever. So feel free to tell me whatever it is, whatever your thoughts are. I always think that transparency, truth, all that is always best. So again, kpft at politics If there's something that you'd like to say, something you'd like to tell me. Okay, let's go ahead and start the program with property taxes why tax policy experts fear and this is this is this was keyed off of something i heard in passing and then i went and did some research on it last night and i said you know it, it's it's to me it's a shame that there are a lot of subjects that we don't cover in detail that have material that has a material effect on your personal economy that has a material effect on how much money you're going to spend, where you can live, etc. There are a lot of subjects like that that is just left to these guys in, uh, in Austin, in Washington, D.C., that we should have input in, but we don't. And as such, the only people that are listened to are those lobbyists who can go and advocate for a particular group of folks, and that is what you see with tax policy. With tax policy, we have in Texas, we don't have an income tax. And what we have is a property tax. And in having a property tax, we also have things like within that property tax, a homestead exemption, meaning a certain percentage of your property goes tax free. That helps people who uh, you know who are low income with a very low cost home. Uh, we also have some level of tax caps now, meaning your your rate cannot go up x percentage. I think it is currently at your tax rate. No matter what the value of your home is, cannot go up more than ten percent in, in any particular year. So that 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 is our tax policy uh, to run the state. We have a sales tax and we have a property tax, mm-hmm. and both of those taxes. Are considered uh, regressive taxes, which means no matter how much you, uh, no matter what you make or whatever your the value of your the, of your property is, what's taxed and that's static. That is something that is in. In if you take a look at how taxes work, that is one of the worst type of policies you can have for taxes. But let's go to the article. The, the article talks about what. The debate is in Austin right now. And this is the part that I find concerning because the debate that's occurring in Austin, they, it's on grounds that to me makes no sense to the average homeowner, the average person paying these taxes, right? Remember what I said, Whatever the taxes are based on whatever the cost of your home is. And I'll I'll give you a one of the biggest disadvantages of that subsequent to this part of the article. And it goes as follows. The article says the question of how to cut taxes for Texas property owners sparked one of the biggest fights between state lawmakers this year. But when it's all said and done. Either chamber's proposal would save the typical homeowner about the cost of a nice dinner date each month. I want you to think about that again. It'll save you about the cost of a dinner date every month. Still, the two options are hardly alike. They're hardly alike. While the Senate leader, uh, L- uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick advocates for an increase to the state's homestead exemption, homestead exemption meaning the, the amount of your, the value of your home that will not be taxable. House Speaker Dade Phelan put his chips on a proposal to limit how much property appraisal a key figure in calculating a tax bill can rise each year. Uh, the Bowman Republican wants to tighten the state's cap on annual increases to a home taxable value from 10% to 5%. Meaning in any given year, even if your house appreciates 100%, the the, the taxable portion of your home uh could not be more than 5%. Let's give a a classic example. Let's say your house is worth $100,000 and I'm using that number because it's 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 uh round number but it, a homestead exemption all of that which it makes another value better but let's use this as a round number if your house doubles to uh twenty thousand dollars uh you cannot be taxed more the, the the tax rate of your house cannot go up as if two hundred thousand dollars is taxable but only hundred and ten thousand dollars is taxable because it can only, your taxable rate can only go up by 5%, okay? I mean, by 10%. So that's important. And, and, and that's, that's sort of a good thing if you're going to have property taxes, because, you know, uh, if your area gets gentrified, the, the, the value of your house could double in a few months because you could live in a shack in an area that people want to live. The land value alone may may be several times the value of the house that you have. And it turns out then, that you have, you have a huge tax bill to pay. So uh, that is the the, the the guy, Dave Phil, and the Speaker of the House, he wants to put caps on based on the increase in the value of your home, while Dan Patrick wants to say we increase the, the, the uh, homestead exemption of your house. If we ex- increase the homestead exemption of your house, then you pay that much less taxes, okay? Both of them, in the short term, will save taxes. In the long term, it's a stranglehold once again on middle-class America. We'll go through that a little bit later. But tightening tightening the appraisal cap would lead to all kinds of repercussions that have already played out in California, New York, and other parts of the country. Tax experts and critics of the proposal from across the political spectrum warned They say placing a hard limit on how much appraisals can grow would create vast inequities between taxpayers, accelerate housing costs, and disproportionately benefit wealthy homeowners. That's what a cap does, is what uh, they're saying, right? Uh, Even interest groups that represent the kind of business the cap is intended to benefit including the Texas Association of Business and the Texas Association of Manufacturers have come out against it arguing that the proposal would create an uneven playing field that would benefit longtime business owners never new ones and let me explain what they mean it would benefit longtime business owners if you have if you buy a business or a bus- if you have a property And that property is assessed at $200,000 this year. And next year is at $400,000. Your tax rate with a 10% per year increase for that next year is only $220,000. 10% above the taxable amount. 10% above what it was before. However, However, that person who just bought that new property... In other words, another business owner. So let's say you own a pizza shop and the the assessed property value is $200,000. The next year, you are only going to pay assessed value of $220,000. However, if a new pizza shop comes into your area and that same kind of building, same thing, But remember, its value is now $400,000. You are only assessed taxes of $220 $220 as an old business there. But that new business that comes in is assessed a taxable value of $400,000 because that is what the property is. That's the market value of the property. That new business owner is at a disadvantage to that old business owner. But let's take it a bit further. Everybody cares about business, right? So the reason it's creating an issue is because these business entities, old business and new business, are fighting each other. And that, hey, it's going to cost me more. I will be at a competitive disadvantage to the old business because my property taxes will be greater than that other business. though. So, so That's creating an issue with caps right now. Notice nobody's talking about the homeowner, right? They're not talking about that same issue applies to the homeowner to some extent, right? Because the homeowner that's been there, their assessed value will simply be what based on their previous assessed values over and over and over again. While, while, as it turns out for the other, uh, for the, the new homeowner... Their tax rate would be higher. Okay, now, here is the other thing. If you have your own home, and this is where I talk about this is a horrendously terrible tax. Property taxes, that is, in this form. If you have a home, and I'm talking specifically for housing, etc., if you have a house, you don't have a lot of money, but you're a very resourceful person. You like to build things. So you have this hundred thousand dollars house and you add every now and then you get over you, you you are you're in the construction industry. So as you're building other people's homes, there is leftover material, and you bring that material to your home every day that you have some excess material. The owner of the home says, I don't need that material. Just take it with you, throw it away or whatever. And you bring all that material to your home. And with all that scrap material, you turn your $100,000 home into a mansion that's worth $500,000. But you're usual to an income that's only about $100,000 a year. That's all the income that you make every year. And uh, but you are so good with your hands, you create this magnificent home and this magnificent home is now valued at a half a million dollars because of your work. But it's in an you know, but when when they assess this value, you cannot hold on to this beautiful home that you make because you that you made because you can't afford the taxes, the 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 property taxes the new assessed value of the property taxes on that home that is the type of issues that you have when the your state depends on property taxes on homes etc to raise cash cash remember everybody needs a home Everybody needs an apartment. If you're an apartment, the same things apply. You're a part of your rent is that apartment owner having to pay property taxes, right? So, therefore, if you have if, if we keep these different scenarios of property taxes, it turns out that those of us who have to have a home, who have to have live-in property, that is, we are. Victims of having to pay these taxes, whether we can afford it or not, simply based on on things many times we don't have control of. That person has control of adding to his home, which increases its value, but he doesn't necessarily have control of the value. In other words, he doesn't have control of how much more money he can make with relative to that nice homes. He does not or he or she does not. But they will be penalized. They will be told you cannot have nice things because you don't, even if you build it yourself, because the income that you have doesn't warrant you having that nice house. It, these are things that Austin's not thinking about. But somebody living in the barrio or the ghetto or Appalachia who doesn't make a lot of money but who is resourceful with their hands, who can build things, who can help their friends build things. The state is telling them, you are forever going to live in these conditions because that is what your income warrants. That is a penalty that you have with these types of property taxes. That is a reason why a progressive income tax, you know, a lot of people, when they hear, oh, in Texas, you're gonna, we, we should have an income tax and people are way against it as if it's going to cost them more. The fact of the matter is if you have a progressive income tax that works to fulfill the needs of the, budgetary, the, your, the budget of your state, it can be written in such a manner that it is based on your income. It has some, uh, some predictability. It doesn't follow the whims of the real estate market. It works in such a manner that helps you all. Texas, in my humble opinion should get rid of property taxes on homes, should get rid of property taxes on cars and should create property taxes on things like assets that are passive. Like what again, if you're invested in homes, if you're invested in stocks, if you're invested in these other entities, then those things should be taxable because again, those things are determinants of wealth. But when it comes to having a home, et cetera, you shouldn't have to pay taxes on that because, again, it re- it, it changes the value. If you take a look at how our systems, our school systems are funded, et cetera, it, it, it creates a certain permanency if of poverty, a certain permanency of given that you don't make a lot of money, you deserve to live a certain kind of a way. It is, it is not an egalitarian kind of a tax system. It is not a good tax system, in my humble opinion. I think an income tax makes a hell of a lot more sense because still, people who make a little income, no matter where they live, they can, in effect, uh, build on their own. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713 526-5738. I would love to hear your thoughts on whether you still believe that we should, or whether you believe, I don't know why I said still, whether you believe we should have an income tax over a property tax on homes. Again, an income tax versus a property tax. I think we should rid ourselves. We can't do it overnight. I think we should rid ourselves of the property tax as we go more towards Income tax base because otherwise, what's going to occur and, and what is occurring in many areas, even here in Houston, in in New York, in Baltimore, there are areas that are being gentrified. People are realizing living closer to town now has value and they're moving back in. And to do that, they're building up places that you never thought would be nice. They're building up these places. And in building up these places, what's occurring is We're starting to get people that are completely priced out of their markets. It's a bad thing. It's a thing that I think hurts in the long run. I would love to hear your thoughts. 713-526-5738, extension number two, are you a homeowner? Have you been following uh, the tax schemes that we have in this state? Have you figured out how it materially affects you. These are things that we don't speak a lot or hear a lot about on regular commercial TV. We hear about it in passing, Patrick and Feelin are fighting about taxes, but they're fight they're fighting about big things that are happening to uh, that that will affect us all that we are not privy to the discussion. Things that are affecting us all that we are not privy the discussion i would love to hear your thoughts 713-526-5738 extension 2 to get on air right away let's go ahead and have sander on air sander come on in yeah you're hot sander okay go ahead sander i can hear you
2: well, um, I'm talking about the property tax that yes. you're talking about. Yes. Um, regarding the property tax, though, you are saying there's a appraise on business. There's no appraisal on
0: business. No, no, I'm talking about business property, business property.
2: But there's still not a cap on a business property. There's only a cap on residential property. So you're saying that if you buy a business... And your business value at two hundred thousand, another person but um, they have a only can only go up by ten percent. That doesn't apply to business. That only applies to residential.
0: The proposal as I read in the Texas Tribune uh for uh the new proposal that Phelan is putting out there, I think that's the way I am you know, that according to the Tribune, that's oh, you're
2: the way the, the new proposal.
0: Yes. But, uh,
2: I don't think so. Um there there's no there, there's no cap on business. There never been an appraisal cap on business.
0: No, I'm not saying that it is, that know. there's a cap on business now. I'm saying that the what they're debating in the Senate and the House right now is what it's what according to this article from the Tribune is what they're talking about.
2: Oh, so they're trying to put a cap on business. Oh, that's that. Right. The, that's what they're trying to do. But yeah, progressive tax is good. However, the state of Texas, if you're going to if you, you know, income tax is the best way to go. However, in the state of Texas, who's going to write that progressive income tax? You know what I mean? Unless you got progressive here in Texas to write the, 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 that tax. I mean, even if we go to state or an income tax, you got these Republicans going to write it, then it's still going to be at a disadvantage for you and me.
0: You know what I mean? No, I, I hear you. And that's why I'm saying uh, like I am covering the, this tax issue right now. Okay. This is what they're negotiating with property taxes, et cetera, in Austin right now. It's a big deal that affects all of us. I mean, if uh, both of, by the way, both of these tax plans will save. If for some, if you have a three hundred thousand dollar house, you're gonna save a lot of money. If you have a hundred thousand dollar house, not so much, right? But um, but they're this debating all these things in Austin, and there isn't, there aren't a lot of programs on TV right now that's trying to inform Americans uh, like you and I know that a progressive. Uh, income tax system is better for poor and middle class folks, and and allow folks to pay their fair share of taxes. It doesn't. It, they don't talk about the other issue that I speak about. That is, if you're good with your hands and you really improve the value of your home, that you can be taxed out of your own home that you built with your own hands. You know, these are things that are not discussed. That are issues with property taxes. And and my contention is, Xander, uh, um, uh, is that I want. I want more of this discussion. That's why I'm talking about it. I I think if we have more of these types of discussions, people will start requesting of their Congress people, requesting of their representatives that they pass laws that affect them the way they want to affect them. I am with you 100% in that right now, if you went ahead and said income taxes, the way the the, uh, Republicans would advertise that is, progressives or, or Democrats want to raise your taxes, not telling them that what they will do is lower their taxes. Sanders.
2: But, you know, also, also regarding the house, you said they built, you, uh, you know, built, you add on to your house and you can't pay the taxes. The issue with that is that it's still based on the tax code, is that we have to value, um, they have to value your property. Yes. Based what it can sell for. Right. So your house is worth a hundred thousand and you added two bedroom to it, now it's worth five hundred thousand. So it has to be valued based on what it can sell for. Right. So your value move from a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. Because remember, that guy who just added a two bedroom, he can turn around and sell that house for five hundred thousand. Yes. So that's why it 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 kind of taxed them out of it. But um I mean
0: yeah, but, but here's what I'm saying though. He may, he, may, he, may value the, he may value that home more than he values selling it for five hundred thousand dollars. The the fairness part about it is if he sells it for five hundred thousand, tax the capital gains of that house. But if he wants to stay in the house, he should the, the taxes shouldn't keep him out of the home. My thing is having income taxes alleviates that altogether. That you know somebody can work with their hands and build what they want, but otherwise, you know. So I mean, it, it that uh, that is you know, where the fairness. Go ahead.
2: But you know, it's so funny. You, have, I mean, that's a good idea. Tax them on the capital gains and go back for the last five years, which yes. is what you are doing already in the state of Texas. When you when you have an agriculture exemption land, uh huh, and you try to convert that land to sell it as commercial, yes, or you sell it as commercial land they go back and tax for five years.
0: That is, that is great.
2: Market value of, uh, of the, On the market value of that land, even though, cause, you know, you have the tax exemption for the last 50 years. Right. And the you know, Papa dies and the kids sold the property now. Okay? Right. So now it, 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 they go back five years on the market value of that land. Because every year, even though it's at the ag exempt, it, it has a market value also.
3: The exactly.
2: On the value. So when you sell it, they go back five years. Now, that's I, also a good idea, as you said, with a house.
0: The I think pay that's pay a great a idea, money, right? Because that's great that, because the that, farmer.
2: That helps the person who keeps the house, you're right, to stay in his house and not paying that excess value. And it, it, it catches, which kind of similar to what's California, you know. Right. You buy it for that while you pay taxes until you die. Proposition
0: one, three. Yeah, California. that was back when the Jarvis days in California. Yeah, but um, but you're absolutely right, um, uh, Zen. So I mean, but what what I what I think we need is more people talking about these, home, both homeowners and renters, because it affects both of them. But right now, what we do is we seed all this conversation to. If you notice all the people that are commenting in the, uh, in, in the article here, they're commenting about, uh, uh, they're commenting from a business point of view, not from a homeowner's point of view. So the only people that lawmakers are really listening to is how is this going to affect business as they always do, instead of how is this going to affect us all? So, anyhow, anything else you want to add, yeah. Xander?
2: And every time, you're right. Every time they change the task code, it affects the small guy. Every time you see they rewrite it and redo and change it, every time they do that, it messed up the small guy. The problem is the small guy doesn't know that. And as you say, most people say they don't even educate themselves on the profit tax system. I, it is, and, you know, I still support a progressive tax system, but the system that they got is not really. It's, it, it's it's not. If they do it right, it can help the small guy. The problem is when they write it, it's still not helping
0: them. Exactly. Who 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 are they listening to? And we need to make sure that we educate the population so that they will have a voice. So, look, thank you very much, Sander, for your insightful commentary. No problem. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Steve. Come on in, Steve. Steve, you're on. Turn the radio down, Steve, but you're on.
3: Hot on this side. Good morning. Um, Love the the, uh, topic today on income taxes. So, Basically, if you have a $200,000 home and you're a homesteader, you're paying somewhere in the neighborhood of 3500 bucks a year um, in, the, in the Houston area. But the average home price is, like you said, closer to about $500,000 in the Houston area. That includes Kingwood. But once you get out to Beaumont, maybe a half a million dollars is like a million-dollar house over here so uh on the average side, I guess your taxes you're paying somewhere around eight grand a year. Now, once you get yeah. up in the million dollar plus zone, hopefully you have those resources to uh to pay all those taxes, and then they get up to like the twenty thousand dollar a year zone. But my question is where is the value we're getting uh out of these taxes? A lot of it's supposed to go to education, and with the government we have with Abbott, where are we getting the value? of, you know, spending six, seven, eight percent of our income every year if we're on the lower end of income.
0: I mean, you are you hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of value that we should be getting in better education for the for the education part of the taxes. Uh, But of course, the education, the educational part of the taxes are generally passed by your 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 uh, school district, but as far as the state taxes, what's the value? Supposedly great roads, supposedly great universities, supposedly all these things. But what you've noticed over the last several years is what does Texas have a thirty-plus billion dollars surplus that they're somehow uh, hoarding in trying to find a way to pay off or or give give it to businesses? So your question is a very valid question. I think, I think. Uh, um, uh, uh, Steve, that we are collecting enough taxes that we can have things like great health care for all our citizens that are not receiving health care right now. We could have great child care so that we can have a better and expanding market uh, of workers for all the work that could be done here in Texas that we're not doing. We're not a forward thinking state. We just think tax cut, tax cut, or for the taxes that we're connect, collecting right now, we hoard it. That's why Texas has an over $30 billion surplus. That should tell you something, Steve.
3: That's a, that's a lot of money, and we definitely know it's not going to HISD. Um, uh, and what? Uh, one more question. What other states are doing better than we are, and, and what stops us from moving to a state you know that gives us better value well
0: i, I tell you people can you, you just hit it nail people can and in the long run those who have what's called mobility there are some people that are stuck where they are. There, there is not an. There's not a good way. They don't have a good way to move to some other state or to move to a better location, and it's just too difficult for them. And believe it or not, mobility in Texas is not very good for Texans. Mobility for people out of California, New York, uh, Connecticut, those guys can. Get your education in a state that invests in them, higher tax state, the, in a state that that has all these different values added. Right? I mean, uh, it's funny. Morning, Joe was talking about that when there was a debate, and I played a piece of the video here. A debate between Sean Hannity and and uh, Gavin Newsom from California, and Gavin Newsom said, "Yeah, we're in a high tax state." But all the businesses move here because they get value. You just asked about value. They get the value in the, in the services that the state provide, a, a very educated population, a, 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 a resources that businesses can use to grow. And then Sean Hannity says... And then, but they leave afterwards. You say, yeah, of course, in, in a capitalist structure, what happens is these guys maximize their value. And if they can build their, 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 their companies great in California, and after their company is, is aged, move to, California, uh, move to Texas and pay next to little taxes, they do that. But what that does is it's good for the shareholders of that company. It's good for that company, uh, but it's not good for the born- Texans, the born Texans continue without health care. The born Texans continue with a substandard education for most. I mean, those who went to the University of Texas a and and all these other universities, they do great. They would do great in any state but not but the others in Texas they continue to live the life of you know when you live a life of misery for for quite a while you don't necessarily know the kind of misery that you're you're living in so that's that's pretty much the answer as i see it steve steve anything else you'd like to add yeah. sir
3: oh just a an excellent reason to vote whether you're a renter or a homeowner right
0: yes sir yes sir anyhow thank you very much for calling steve need to run to carol thank you. You have a wonderful day. Carol, come on in. How can I, uh, what would you like to add to the discussion?
4: Okay. What I'd like to add is I think we are what pound wise and penny foolish or the other way around penny foolish and pound wise. What we're doing is we're forcing a lot of people into foreclosure with these additional taxes. I'm living on the outskirts of Houston. Okay. And there is a, a blog called Next Door, and people right now are talking about how much their property taxes went up, and their homeowners went up, their homeowners association, and their mm-hmm. mortgage went up. <laughs> Everything went up. And these people, a lot of these people were right on the edge anyway. And there, there's going to be, you know, they claim that the, the, these extra taxes will, uh, help the poor, but you don't understand you're adding to the poor (laughs) when you, when you increase these taxes. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a conundrum. It really is. And elderly people, I don't know what they will do even with an exemption, their taxes are going up as well. So, you know, there's a real problem here. We're contributing to the problem instead of solving it with added taxes, aren't going to solve anything.
0: Carol. Um, you are a very smart woman, in, 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 and, and thank you for bringing up Next Door and how, you know, I, I wish some of our senators and Congress people saw what's happening to real people on Next Door because you brought up several issue that, issues that I want to touch on. You brought up that uh, a lot of the people's property taxes are increasing. Why? Because of what, again? Uh, their appraised value is increasing because of a false, a, a false market. The second thing that's happening is many people uh, were enticed because a lot of people don't know financing well, etc. They were, or, 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 or sometimes it made more sense, they were enticed into a a uh, a variable rate interest uh, program for their loan right. so that they could afford a, a reasonable home that they have. So what that means. Is with, with with the with the feds trying to uh, bring down inflation on the backs of poor and middle class people? What they do is they increase interest rates so that people would, instead of giving money to uh, buy more bikes or buy a gift or buy these things, they have to pay more interest on their credit cards. They have to pay more interest on their mortgage, etc. In other words, given exactly. the monies. You're, you're- you got given it. right given the money right back to the banks uh, additionally by having a property tax in the first place on homes what it means is that you're putting those people at a disadvantage let me tell you something uh, carol your home is own property that's your you you it's something you own you know what else is something own you see that rich person who owns two and three or four homes as investments. You see that rich person who owns stocks, who owns bonds, all those people, right? They are wealthy and they have property, but we decided as our, we decided to elect politicians that tell those people who own stock, who owns all these other forms of property. We are not going to tax you on those properties unless you sell them. But you Carol who right. owns a home, they are telling you every year, Carol, you're going to pay a little percentage on the value of that property. You have a disadvantage exactly. for the average yeah. middle-class and poor person. There's who something will pay- else
4: right here. Let yes, me go just ahead. interject a little thing. Okay. Someone who called in was talking about, uh, the big increase in value when they sold their home for 500,000 but the problem is you got to live somewhere now go try to find <laughs> for 500,000 because these prices are going up and up and up because of the influx of people from California and other places where this is a bargain for them you right. know the, and <laughs> that's happened plus the infrastructure cannot bear This influx of population. We've got traffic jams that we never had before. We've got accidents. We've got everything is increased. And you've got everybody wants you to believe that the homeless people are all drug addicts and alcoholics and mentally ill. Oh, no. There are a lot of people, and somebody better point this out, there are a lot of folks out there who were foreclosed, who lost their house and couldn't afford, and the rents are up. Apartments, they're tacking up apartments all along the Grand Parkway, okay? Deposit, move into the apartment. Everything's fine until the next year when the lease is renewed and it's double what it was before, and then comes the foreclosure. And these people are out on the street, you know? Well, I mean, it's well, a gradual descent, but you, it
0: happens. Let me tell you, all of this is uh, because we have an economic system that says this. First of all, if you're a stock owner, you want your stock to grow at least 7% per year, which makes no sense, right? Right. Uh, at, at steady state and and guess who guess what stocks are stocks are in REITs rental prop REITs are rental properties that uh that's right. that's capitalized uh you you can have your your all these people that make money off of money they don't do any work they own right. they own property and all of that and you are just a subject right uh carol that's correct. you are a yep, subject th- yeah The things that we are trying to do here at KPFT as far as informing folks, right, is most people just go and you you spoke about the rent doubling. You speak about your rate, your interest rates, your rates going up on your home. You talk about all these different things that are going up on people. And a lot of people just think that's the way it is, right? That's that's the way it is based on the type of economic system we have. It does not have to be that way. but I don't know if uh, you know, let me, t- let me tell you something. It sells expands, you know, cellular growth can be exponential. And let me explain this. And I want everybody to get this right. The reason right. why our society worked for a long time under this economic system, right? Is because constant doubling only see it starts out very small at first, but then it explodes. Right. Let me explain it to yep. people. If you have, yeah. if, if, if two becomes Exponential growth look like this. 2 becomes 4. 4 becomes right. 16. <laughs> 16 Got becomes 32,000. 32,000 32, becomes honest. and 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 what I'm saying is the way it grows exponentially, right? At first it right. is it is acceptable, but then it just explodes. We are in the exactly. portion of our economic system now where things just explode in cost in order to maintain those who have an inordinate amount of wealth growing at the same rate that they want to grow. And it affects right. us you all. Know what
4: KPFT could do, do you know what would, and this sounds ridiculous, I guess you should design a game, a board game like monopoly that right. would teach people at that level, how to, I mean, at the level of board games, you know, how to see this thing, because people cannot see right things. You're, you're right on the money, but but it needs to be explained in a better way to people who are struggling right now and complaining on next door about, oh, my God, how am I going to pay taxes but, and homeowners and blah, blah, blah. You know? But
0: here's this, uh, Carol, you play a part as well. Uh, you, let, let me tell you how you play a part. And it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, And and, and for Steve and for everybody that calls, you play a part. Just as well that exponential growth happens on a financial level for the wealthy, exponential knowledge transfer can occur as well. And what that means is you are speaking to me right now and you have an audience that's listening to you right now. And, and Steve was right. speaking, he has an audience, and Xander was speaking, and they have an audience, right? And right. the thing about it is right. not to be in that permanent s- state of despair. It's in that permanent state of informing your fellow brothers and sisters. It's in that permanent right. state of saying, I am going to make a difference. I am not going to sit down and be a victim. I'm going to go on next door, and I'm going to tell folks, that's how it is now. Let's change it. How do we change it? And we start the marching plan. And one person turns into two, two into four, four into 16, 16 into 256, 256, and, and that's how we do it, right? Very good, so, yes, yeah. yeah. And so what I'm saying, for everybody listening to my voice, everybody that's listening to Carol right now, it's yeah. not over, you're not a victim. You are the ones who put those people into office, who write the laws to serve you. We still have one person, one vote. We have to remove ideology. I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat, these rates are affecting you just the same. The only difference is you were lied to if you're a Republican that's saying that it's us liberals who made these rates like this and causing inflation. No. It's not.
4: Well, I beg to defer. I think all politicians lie to a certain yes. degree, whether they're a liberal or a conservative. It's it's a it's a game. It's it's you know, it's too bad it's the way it you're is. You're not different
0: uh, with me at all. Uh, you're not different with me at all, um, Carol. I agree with that one hundred percent. What I said when I said okay. liberals, I'm not talking about liberals politicians, I'm talking about liberals, okay, or or progressives, I, I like to call them. People I, who want to do the things that yep. you want done. That's who I'm talking about. Right. Okay, yeah, OK, that's that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, Carol, anything else you want to say before we go on to the next subject?
4: Um, well, I'm trying to formulate my thoughts about eminent domain. That is another way that property will be away. taken away. And that's happening. And I don't think people are aware of how much is being taken in that regard. I know that the, the present governor has enacted some some new rules about that. But it takes a long time to get from the governor down to the people that are affected by this thing. Well, and I think let, the middle class is disappearing.
0: Let me tell you something, Carol. Don't depend on the governor. Don't depend on any of them, Democrats or Republicans. Depend on what we have to do. I, 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 I let's Correct. depend on what we have to do. I, 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 I want to tell folks this. Look. The things that affect all of us indiv- independent of party or ideology are more so than the things that affect us because of party or ideology. Everybody who has a home are going through the same thing right now. Everybody. They are. Yes. Everybody. Yep. So, Carol, thank you so kindly for calling. And let me throw this. Well, thank, you oh, wow, listening. Yeah, thank you for and Thank you. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful day. Hey, Howard, come on in and tell us about the Texas lotto, that stuff that should have been for education.
1: That's right. That's how they sold it to the public when we voted the lotto in. The The lotto was actually voted in by the citizens. And they said, well, you know, it's really going to help out uh, public education. A good portion of this is going to go to public education. And a few years ago, they did a uh, audit on them, and hardly any was going to public education. So we wonder just how many dollars we spend in the lotto, which, you know, I, I must say I buy lotto tickets, but how many dollars go into the general pot? And why do we have a $30 billion surplus? that means they've been taxing us too much. Yes. What it also means is, I feel a soapbox coming on about voting. Let's vote them out. We got to vote them out, people.
0: Vote you, you them know, out. You know, uh, Howard, and what you just said, they're taxing us too much and they're not providing the services that we need. Two, both things, right? I mean- Exactly. We, when you've to a million ma- billion, dollar, oh, go ahead. You,
1: When you got a $30 billion surplus, why do we not have better health care in this state? Why do we not have better roads in this state? Why do we have polluted air in this state? $30 billion can go a long way for good health care, good housing. And I'm not, I'm not talking about a palace. I'm talking about a reasonable place to live. Why or Why do we not have this? These are the questions you've got to answer or ask when you're standing there at that voting booth going, okay. We don't have this, but we've been taxed. We've, we've had the devil taxed out of us and they're taking our property. They're doubling our property taxes. No, I'm going to vote you out. This is not working, people. It's not working.
0: So there you have hey, it. They're, uh, exactly right. And again, folks, you don't have a $30 billion surplus when you have Texans dying every day from the lack of health care which the federal government is providing at 90%, Howard, 90%, 90% the federal government will pay for Texans are already paying for that Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act that Greg Abbott, Dan Patrick, and, and Dave Phelan are refusing to bring up into a law that allows our Texans to get insurance Already afforded to over 20, over 40, I think it's over 38 or I don't remember how many states are there now. Every state right now is paying into that fund that would give all people, all poor people, all middle class people that, that can't afford health insurance, it would give them health insurance, the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. We have a $30 billion surplus, and we still refuse. To provide that service to Texans, I don't know what is more evil, Howard. I don't know. I don't it's, know what it's is hard more to, evil. It's hard to say.
1: um But again, hey people vote them out. Okay, hold on. I'll put you. Okay, on. I think I've, Johnny. Uh, we're processing Johnny right now to get him in here. Johnny's going to want to chime in on what's going on. And you don't have much time, so we're
0: going to have to well, you. Uh, while Johnny we'll puts uh, the, uh, the next line on call, Johnny, before the, the next person come in, chime in real quickly, Johnny. I want to hear your point of view.
3: Thirty. I'm not ja-
0: wait, wait, ja- not Johnny. I mean Jack. Jack, hold on, Johnny. I'm coming to you in a second. Jack, I want okay, to hear your Jack, point of view.
1: It's your turn. We want to oh, hear from you. He, oh, was, wow. he was busy processing Johnny, so.
0: Right. Jack, I, I want to hear his point of view. Talk to me, Jack, real quick.
1: Well. I'm not a homeowner. I can't speak to property taxes. I've tried to not, not get into that situation. Well, I'm speak pumped. on
0: what you can, sir.
1: Okay. Carl Rowe
0: said he wanted to bring back the robber baron. Looks like he's succeeding. Well, you know, thoughtful statement, and we are going to make sure he doesn't succeed, uh, Jack. Remember what? You and I had breakfast once, and I looked at you and I said, that is what keeps me going, not making those things happen. We won't let them succeed. Come on in, Johnny.
2: If we've got a $30 billion so-called surplus, maybe it's not really a surplus. Maybe the people who are running this government into the ground are refusing to pay teachers what they need. That's why we have a mass exodus of teachers. That's why we resort to Teach for America and charter school scams. How about we pay teachers properly, rehire the teachers that left? I'd like to hear that new board from Austin. I'd like to hear what they plan to do with some of that surplus, which they haven't been utilizing. And, yeah, I brought this up about the lottery. The lottery was another big scam remember those tv ads back in the day yes those, uh, literal closet with their teacher and a light bulb and a bunch of kids with no textbooks uh, they're good at messaging but they're lousy at governance
0: okay hey johnny you're as usual excellent commenter but we're out of time and we got to go thank you so kindly for listening all of the time thank you for so calling calling in and letting us you know giving us that good message folks i got to get out of here Howard's going to throw me off in a minute. I want to thank Jack Van Bever answering the phones. Howard, making sure all those connections are made together. We couldn't do it without Howard. Remember, folks, I want to end on a positive note. We are not victims. We we Not because you're victimized mean you are a victim. We can fight out of the crap that comes out of Austin, Washington, and everywhere else. This is our country. As, as Howard constantly says, we need to vote. Thank you so kindly. Jack Van Bever, thank you so kindly. Howard, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And folks, you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc.,